This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Friday morning. It's Freestyle Friday, and I am Glenn DeGeek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, September 23rd, episode 3025, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. Congratulations. You made it to Freestyle Friday. That means Jamie and Glenn are here to lead you into the weekend with some fun horse talk and some really bad ads on Horses in the Morning. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. It's Friday. Glenn is complaining about being tired. I'm I don't tired. know why you have to be tired. <laughs> Come on. Hey, today we're going to talk to Ali Zwarbud. He's the Pakistani tent pegging champion. That's a thing, and we're going to learn about it. That's right. Also, we're going to talk a little hurricane prep for those of you that are actually getting rain. Equine news and some really bad ads. Is it still dry there? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, geez, I now, thought... I'd like it to stay dry for a couple more days because my hay is getting cut today. So okay. <laughs> my second cutting. So please don't Your second cutting is going to be pretty days. pitiful, I think. Second cutting <laughs> only took seven and a half months to grow. <laughs> When I was there, it wasn't even two inches high, I don't think. I know. It wasn't. Just... I know. Hey, there's an announcement, and I want to see if you understand it at all. Okay, and this goes for everybody at home, too. Okay. U.S. Equestrian announces the appointment of David O'Connor, the first guest I ever interviewed 16 years ago on the first show I did. Oh, really? It's correct. 16 years ago on Talking Equine, the first show I ever did. So David O'Connor, everybody knows David O'Connor, the inventor, and he was in charge of the USEF and all the kinds of things for a long time. but. It, he is announced that he's going to be the newly created position of Chief of Sport beginning October 3rd, 2022. Chief of Sport. Of sport. And I said that to Jennifer today, and she said, what's the Chief of Sport? And I said, well, here it says. And I read it, and then I still didn't understand it. So I'm going to read it to you as it's written, and I want to see if you have any idea what this guy's, what David's going to do for a living, Okay. He will be responsible for working with the executive team regarding overall international and national sport support of the USEF strategic plan and its initiatives, sport integrity, education, and equine and human safety and welfare. Additionally, he will provide oversight to the international and national sport operations, ensuring the sports department short-term and long-term strategic plans with the USEF's priorities, and he will focus on strengthening relationships with stakeholder groups such as USOPC, FEI, and US. USEF's recognized affiliates. Okay. So is he president of the world? Is that what like? Welcome, Mr. O'Connor. You are now the galactic viceroy of the earth. He's picturing wearing the black mask. You're a space lawyer for the FBI. I read that and said, what lawyer wrote that? I mean, oh my God. You would think the PR department would have put it in English before they put it out as a press release. <laughs> it's yeah. like, this is, this is the USCF saying, 
God, we're not doing so good over here. We need some help. Let's get David in. We'll just say he's going to help with everything. <laughs> Ensuring that the sport departments, what sport? Like all equine sports or just all yeah, the USCF is in charge sports? of like 14 different sports. Short-term and long-term strategic plans align with the USCF's priorities and will focus on strengthening relationship with stakeholder group. So basically, he's going to like go around and just shake hands and be like, I'm an Olympic multi-Olympic champion and I'm the, the best in the world. That's forever. right. So you have to listen to me. And so you have to listen to me. <laughs> I don't know. Cool. All right, man. It's a good gig if you can get it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, there you go. There's uh, David's latest gig. It's He's going to be doing, I don't know, everything, I guess. Uh, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy, happy birthday to you. <laughs> I bet he's not in charge of tent pegging. <laughs> we got the we got the boss of that. He's coming on the show today. That's right. Hey, happy birthday to auditors. We have a bunch of them's birthdays today. Janet Howe, Alexandra Kerr, Anna Biffle, Carrie Garvey, Danny Russell, and Holly from the Horse Illustrated episode. She hosts that episode with us. And also my friend Chris Kermitzos from the Florida Podcasters and from Podfest. He's been on the show a number of times, so happy birthday to Chris as well. I also wanted to add Adulting with Horses. The gang from Adulting with Horses, the brand new show here on the Horse Radio Network, had me on their show for an episode called Care and Feeding of Horse Husbands. And I, because I'm America's horse husband, they had me on. It was a lot of fun. You have to head on over there and check that out. That is an adult show, so there's a little bit of swearing goes on. It's more like our post show. Uh, and okay. you can find it on any podcast player called Adulting with Horses. If you haven't tried it yet, give it a try. They're a lot of fun. I have a, a daily Winnie and and I have a complaint. Not a complaint. Just seems a little excessive. So first daily Winnie goes out to our listener, Allie Henninger. She is just always helping me with something. And I just really appreciate it and just wanted to give her a little shout out. Second thing is... Hi, Allie. Why on earth? Okay, so I have a dentist appointment on Monday. Okay, next Monday. I have received a text message... About every 10 Me to 14 too. days <laughs> Me since my last dental appointment six months ago. Now, <laughs> let me also say that the time is dwindling down, Glenn. The appointment's getting closer. And if I wasn't nervous enough, now that I'm getting daily reminders of my <laughs> impending doom of my appointment next Monday, like, why do you have to text me? And then the morning of, oh, geez, they text you like every hour. Yes. Don't forget, your appointment is at 2.30. We know it's midnight, but just so you're prepared, brush your teeth before you come in. What is the deal? Like, if a vet texted me that much or a farrier, I'd be like, I can't. It's just too much. It's just too much. Seriously. like, every, And I don't see an opt out uh, on those. You know, a lot of those say, you know, reply stop and we'll take you off. But I don't see that on the dentist ones. Not the dentist ones. It's, no. it's Oh, it does say stop to end messages. Oh, there. Good. There I you go. I also um, had to go. I got hit, rear ended, and I needed to take my car in to get. Oh, yeah, I wanted uh, to ask you how your little bug was. Yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I'm supposed to get the money for it this weekend. I'm gonna take this shop and get it all done. That Has it person, been running? 
Yes, it yeah. runs fine. It's just like they're like, good thing it hasn't rained because it wouldn't be waterproof. I was like, awesome. But the, the but the person that hit me was a was a kid. You're gonna love this. This is hilarious. So he's he's a college kid. I live in a college town. He rear-ends me. He's so polite and so sweet. And I take a picture of his car. And I call 911. They're like, just give photographs of the car and uh, his license plate, his driver's license, his insurance card. So I do that. So I'm like, hey, I need a driver's license. Snap, take a picture. Take a picture of his license plate. Take a picture of his truck. Take a picture of my car. And then I'm like, I need a picture of your insurance card. So he hands it to me. Snap a picture. Go on. I go to an appointment to, to basically book an appointment to get a estimate and they're like, what is his insurance? And I was like, Oh, I got this one. Hold on. I got to go through my phone. Huh? Expired. He took a picture of his health insurance. card. <laughs> 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 and I didn't know. I just was snapping away. Like just take it. I didn't look at it. And so I have to call him and he's, I'm like, Hey bro. Hey, um, I need lady your you've hit? <laughs> car insurance card. He's like, can you just talk to my dad, please? Oh, no. <laughs> and so I've been dealing with his dad, who might be the most delightful human on the planet. So I'm really happy. I feel like we might have made a new friend <laughs> because his son rear-ended my beetle with his ginormous truck. So <laughs> it's going to be about $2,500 to fix. Apparently, he hit me, but barely hit me, but it damages a rebar inside. And, like, my trunk doesn't close. Like, all the... It's... it's it's. There's a lot of, like, minor things inside there. But, uh, yeah, so... At least I've made it. He's like, kids, they just continue to cost you money forever. forever. <laughs> it never stops. It never stops. Keep so that anyway, <laughs> he's really funny. So at least that. But the point is, I got this text message from the first place because they were like, we can see you October 23rd. And I was like, for an estimate? <laughs> yes. So I'm like, wow. fine, book it. Meanwhile, I'm going to go look for other places. And I found one right next door that saw it immediately. But anyway, so they give me this and they send, they've sent me like a text message every day, but I didn't want to cancel the appointment until I had the estimate in hand. And it was like, if you hit stop on their text messages, it cancels the entire appointment. Really? So I was like, yes. So be careful when you're hitting <laughs> stop on things because they just wipe you off the book. So it was pretty satisfying to wipe myself off their book yesterday. But anyway, be careful when you do it. Stop. I don't want to cancel this dentist appointment. Somebody was saying that having a dentist appointment is like holding a hand of fairy dust, having fairy <laughs> dust in your hand. It's that hard to find. Well, I, I went to, I it was there Tuesday and at the dentist, and I have a lovely dentist. I love my dentist, actually. And all the people there are so nice, which is weird because the last one I hated with a passion. And I hadn't been in five or six years because I hated the last one with a passion, then got cancer and all that stuff, and dentist got put on the hold, on hold. So I finally went back and everything was fine with the teeth. And now I had to get my first cleaning in six years. Oh, that's fun. That's oh, fun when get, you haven't get, had cleaning in a chainsaw. while. <laughs> that's fun. She said, this won't hurt as much the next time if you come in in six months. Yeah, She's ding like, dong, <laughs> yeah. get yourself to the dentist. <laughs> so that was fun. Every once in a while, you probably should have a cleaning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I got put on hold for trying to just live. Living took priority. Well, yeah, <laughs> so. let me give you, you know what You know what would help, dentist, is if you could text me every hour on the hour and remind <laughs> me that I need to get my teeth cleaned for the next six years. That'd be yeah. Test. Oh, I'm sure. I scheduled it for six months. I am sure I am going to get uh, a, a text message about another week or two. 
Hi, this is the Dental <laughs> Depot, and we're just trying to let you know that in 427 days, you need to come in for a cleaning. Uh, this is just utter nonsense. Let's get to our guest. All right, I mean, let's get to our guest. To right this after this word, tuned out. from this, right after this word from our title sponsor, Kentucky Performance Products, we're going to hear from Ali, who is joining us from Pakistan. He is the Pakistani tent pegging champion and we want to thank our auditor ellen for doing this referral her daughter took a clinic with him while he was here teaching it in the united states so she said holy um, great you I gotta just, have mine can i so. just uh, as an aside is he on yet no not on yet okay good because he's very handsome and <laughs> I, I knew you were gonna to, say that I when i saw his picture everything about the clinic everything oh my goodness okay, i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna like subject him to girl nonsense but just want to tell you guys whew, look him up <laughs> i'll put us post this picture in our show notes today just mm, it'll get yeah. us better ratings i've got it as a so, screensaver yeah. right now <laughs> i hope he doesn't hear this he's gonna be very embarrassed all right let's get him on she had waited all her life for this moment dreaming about it since she was 10 years old the trailer ramp touched the ground he whinnied as she backed him out, swinging his head around to get a good look at his new home. His coat gleamed in the sun. Her love had arrived. She was breathless. He was beautiful. She could hardly wait to tack him up and start off on what she was sure would be the best times of her life. This love story is brought to you by Contribute, providing essential omega-3 fatty acids that help maintain low inflammation levels throughout your horse's body. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. Hi, Zabar. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. And uh, are, have you been, I needed to ask you, have you been affected by the flooding over there in, in Pakistan? Oh, uh, no, not at all, because uh, I live in Punjab and the northern side has been affected by the flood. So I am far away safe. Good. Okay. Glad to hear that. I, when I saw we were going to have you on, I thought, well, I got to ask him about that. We got, to <laughs> yeah, you, we got to you through one of our listeners who has a daughter that took a clinic with you while you were here in the United States. So that's how we have you on this morning. Tell us. Oh, nice. You know, Jamie doesn't know anything about it. I've only ever done one interview about tent pegging about 10 years ago. So tell us what it is. Well, uh, tent pegging is a cavalry sport. It's an ancient, ancient sport. It was first played uh, in the 4th century. And it's played with uh, a lance and a sword. And do you go at each other with the lances and the swords? <laughs> no, 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 not at all, not at all. <laughs> That's way past. It, it used to happen, but not now, because as soon as everybody civilized and modernization hit, so they thought, why kill people? Just hit a peg then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that probably... sounds safer. Yeah. And not only that, yeah, we had more players safer. that way. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, more survivals and more players. So, <laughs> Well, uh, Tent pegging is basically a really, really fun and it's like a more of a furious uh, game because uh, it's a galloping horse and you have a lance in your hand. It's like a six feet lance. And then you hit a peg. A peg is uh, made out of date wood. And is it tall? Is it up in the air? Is it on the ground? or No, no, it's it's in the ground and it has three variations. So when you start with level one, 
it's like a four inch peg. It's in the ground and you have to come galloping towards the peg and you have to pick it up with the lance. Like you, it goes through it and then you just lift it up. Okay. And as soon as you hit the first one, you uh, go to level two. The level two is two inch. So the size decreases it. And is it based on speed too? Obviously accuracy because you're not going to, if you miss it, it, right? But is it also well, based on it, how it's fast a, you It's do? a knockout system. If you miss, you're out of the game. And back in Pakistan, uh, tent pegging is really huge. So we have lots of players. The smallest event that I play is with 200, 250 players. And the largest Whoa. one goes to like 1,100, 1,200 players playing for just first, second, third position. It's like a way big uh, perspective that you're working with. And are, so how do we determine a winner? Well, uh, as I was saying before, so the first round is the four-inch peg. So you come galloping towards the peg and you hit the peg. If you hit it, you qualify for the second round. If you miss, then you're out. So as soon as like if there are 200 people and 100 hit the first peg, they will go for the second round. The second round, the peg decreases in size. It's two inch. Okay. And then you have to, uh, again, go to the start, gallop towards the peg. You have to pick it up as soon as it, uh, if someone picks up the two inch peg, which is really difficult because as soon as it decreases in size, it's really uh, a point of focus that you really have to hit it with the spear. That's six, uh, uh, six feet in length and you're galloping towards a small target. Gotcha. So okay. if you hit, if you hit that two inch peg, then you turn it around and it's like a one inch peg. <laughs> okay. And when, that's when magic happens. Everybody starts to get knocked out. Like it's one, two, three, you're just out and out. And if you hit that one, then you just determine who's first, second, third. And that's by speed? The fastest? Uh, no, no, thing? it's by score. By no, score. no, it's okay. by score. If you pick up that uh, one inch peg, then you are determined. If someone uh, hits it and drops it on the ground, you get two points. If you hit it and take it with you, it's four points. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so that's how you... Uh, and then there's a section of four, like four horses running in the same length, in the same, like you can say, uh, same section, and you're running towards four pegs. If you pick up those four pegs, then you go to second round. And if you pick up like... And then so on, the score counts, and then it's a section win, that's a single win, and then there's a pair win. So what kind of horses are you using? Fairly short horses for this? I imagine an 18-hander wouldn't be good. Uh, you know, uh, it depends on the person that rides because I, I have always ridden, uh, large horses. The first horse that I had for 15 years was an, uh, Arab Egyptian horse. He was a really huge horse. So I prefer to ride huge horses. Some people prefer to ride really small horses more than like a 15, 16 hand, a little more than a pony. Gotcha. And yeah, so it just depends. So I assume this is something you can start as a little kid. Yeah, I started when I was uh, six. I, I started riding when I was five, but tent pegging was when I was like 12. So what else is popular in Pakistan? You, you know, obviously you have a lot of horses coming to these competitions. What else, what else is popular? Uh, regarding to horses? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, in tent pegging, there are three different games that people play. Uh, the first is uh, traditional tent pegging. You're doing it with a lance. Then there is a lemon cut. You have a sword in your hand and there are two poles, uh, lemons on both of them. And then there's a peg in front of it. So you gallop towards the lemon and you go forehand, backhand, and then you go towards the peg. So this is a total of uh, 18 points. So if you miss one lemon, you just 
miss six points. So apart from lemon cut, the third game is ring and peg. So you just replace the lemons with the rings. They're like a three inch ring and you have to take those ring and then you have to peg it. So, so, so we got swords and you, so that's the two different types of competitions are swords and lances. Pretty much these people yeah. are ready for battle. I was going to say, time, yeah. <laughs> and no, if they're I not, they're it. ready to run fast away. <laughs> so. Yeah, we, we can run as fast as we want. And you know, the thing in Pakistan is like, if you're doing it safe, you're not doing it right. <laughs> so. uh, now, the, the tent pegging sounds a lot. Uh, it sounds similar to polo. Do you play polo in Pakistan? Yeah, I, I used to play polo. I played it for two years. And that was just too much, too dangerous. That was too boring. No, that was too to boring. For for no, no, that, that was too boring. Glenn is right. It was too boring. <laughs> <laughs> so the, he got in trouble you, for carrying his sword in the polo field. He got in trouble for that. Obviously. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. So when you're galloping up to a to a peg, are you spearing yeah. it? Are you hitting it like a polo mallet or how's that work? No. So actually, when you're galloping towards the peg, uh, what I do is like I would share some photos. Glenn has already seen those. I go off the saddle and I'm like hanging in midair and I'm uh, just aiming towards the peg and the spear has to go through the peg so that we can pick it up with us. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. So how fast do you have to go to be do, to qualify? Is it easier to do it at a, like if you have a slow canter or are you supposed to? Just no, this is man? this is a full gallop as fast as a, a horse can go, because if you go slow, uh, they deduct your marks. Okay. A slow horse can you can pick up a peg on a slow horse, but still you have to be on a certain speed because, you know, we have so many players playing around. So we uh, can't have that competition. Like if we have 1200 people in one ground and everybody's coming slow and they're picking and scoring. So no one would have been by like five days. The event goes like long enough. So there are certain rules. There's uh, marks for style. Then there are marks for like hitting the peg, stopping the horse, how you take a start and everything counts. What do you wear? Well, uh, traditionally, uh, I don't know if you know shalwar kameez. That's a Pakistani traditional dress. So most people wear shalwar kameez and then they have a, a sleeveless V jacket on them that represent their team. Everyone has a different team. Okay, I'm looking. And at then it they right wear now. and then then they wear a turban on their head, uh, and that's kind of a traditional dress. But uh, what I usually wear is like the bridges, the long shoes, a helmet, and all those stuff, gloves and stuff. So I kind of wear those, but when I'm on traditional events and national events, I do wear shalwar kameez as well. Do people put helmets under their turbans? I mean, this seems like fairly no, dangerous. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> no helmets, no chest guards. It's just you and you. Okay, I'm in. Let's do it. This yeah, does. It's like you're in it. You can do it. I watched some videos. It does look like fun. I mean, it looks like you guys are having a good time too. Is there a tip uh, you great. can give it's us great. for training a horse to do this? Well, you know, uh, what I usually do for my horses is like start with small steps. You can take them on a walk, trot, and then just a middle, uh, mid canter, not a fast one. Just the horse has to be running straight. It can't be like uh, taking turns in between. A gallop should be straight gallop or a straight canter, and then you can just hit the peg because even a uh, slight foot movement can make you miss the peg. We have, I, I wanted to ask you too, what saddles are you using for this? 
Uh, well, On right purpose, now or? the well the right now the saddle that I am using is an Australian saddle. Okay. But most people uh, use the traditional uh, English saddles, the simple ones. The all-purpose ones, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the all-purpose ones. I was wondering about that, and I have we have a. We have a guest coming up in the next couple of weeks who is just at the World Championships for Mounted Archery. Is that a big thing in Pakistan? Uh, well, it uh, it is not, but people are trying to pursue it because uh, an uncle of mine, uh, he's in Canada right now. And he's working with the Canadian Federation. So he is trying to work on the horseback archery. And he is uh, recently, I don't know where he is, but he's somewhere for the training and stuff. Gotcha. I just figured that that uh, a group of people who like to do what you're doing would also love to do archery. I think that would be something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I myself am trying it out. When I came back from USA, I brought a compound bow with me in oh, my cool. duffel bag. <laughs> yeah, so all my they friends love, were like, how they are you love going to... letting those on Yeah, the they love that the on the way. plane, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I am really uh, amazed. How can I fly with it? Because nobody stopped me. <laughs> well, I guess if you didn't have any arrows along, what, what are you going to do, right? I did. I did. Oh, you I did? did? Because, you know, when when I was uh, back in USA, I bought it from Walmart and my friends were like, how are you going to fly with it? I was like, I don't know. Let's just see. <laughs> and I flew with it. That's funny. I brought well, a big... that gives me good security. <laughs> I feel so good about getting on a plane if people are armed with bows and arrows. I did buy... No, no, I did not have it. I did not have it in my hand. It was in my duffel bag and it was yeah. in the plane, like in the luggage. In your carry-on. That's probably good. <laughs> yeah. In my previous <laughs> life, I, I uh, had an acting company. I played a king and I had a real sword made for me. That was a... I mean, it was sharp as, as could be. It was a nice sword. But I had to go to Florida and pick it up and fly back with it. And they just said, as long as it's in the in the luggage, not on carry-on, you're fine. So... Yeah. Just throw it in the luggage. It was a good thing, too. It was expensive. I, was, <laughs> I didn't want to lose it at the airport. So, yeah, well, I'm this looking is... looking at these pictures and they're, the outfits are beautiful. The tack is beautiful. The horses are beautiful. This is just so cool to learn about this. And I'm so glad you came on to tell us about it. This is our next our next thing, Glenn. I've, I've conquered mounted archery. I'm ready for tent pegging. There you go. Well, you're more than welcome. You can come to Pakistan. I'm coming to USA in like... Uh... Five to six months, I'll be there if you, we can meet up. No worries at all. Are you doing I'm clinics in. here? Uh, no, I'm not doing clinics okay. here. Actually, uh, as soon as I was free from the clinic uh, where I and uh, Veronica were, I went to work for a summer camp as an HOD. Oh, wow. Okay. So I was teaching uh, the basic riding and jumps and stuff over there, like for the girls who were who have never been on horses to riding walk trot canter it was like great summer and i'm coming back this summer where is the camp uh the camp is in spitfield maine maine i can get too far away jamie (laughs) (laughs) i'm doing it no yeah i I, we can meet up no worries i I can fly anywhere (laughs) this looks so fun I, I don't know if I'm qualified to hold a spear, but I, I didn't shoot anybody. With I don't know if I want her holding a spear, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, the, holding a spear isn't that tough. It's like easy because what I do is like most people start off with a horse, but I do with ground lessons. I would prefer someone giving the lance and making uh, to do it on the ground is way better than doing it on the horse. So it's like way safer. 
Okay. That, that's how that. they teach mounted shooting too. They they have you do it on the ground first, uh, and then and then you you graduate to the horse. That might have been my yeah, problem because, with mounted archery, Glenn. What, to you be started fair. on the horse. <laughs> <laughs> I started on the horse. Well, it, it depends. It depends. You know what my younger brother does is like he is never good at listening. So what he wants to do is just get on the horse, and he he's over there and he's doing stuff. So, but basically what I want to do is like, I want things to be in a safe environment so that everybody learn, learns. Even myself, when I started tent pegging, I used to do it on a bicycle. I used to put up a peg. I oh, would just pedal idea, around actually. and yeah, yeah, I used to come and hit it on the bicycle. And you know, the same style and the same technique that I was using on the bicycle was the same on the horse. I never felt a difference. That's amazing. So I, I'm a, when I was doing my certification at Monty Roberts Farm Glen, we had an Indian gentleman that is a champion polo player who came over to learn and get certified. And every morning he would go down to the barn and he would hit a mallet all the way down to the barn on his bicycle and just peek, 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 yeah, peek that, all the way down. That, that's really great because, you know, uh, when you're on the bicycle, you have to deal out with two or three things like you're pedaling. You are building up your stamina and then you're having the brakes and the handle. And then you're like, even with your polo stick or the lance, it like, it's like two or three things that you're working with. So that helps you on the horse. Okay. All tips we needed. This <laughs> well, is great. <laughs> this has been fun. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And uh, ha have a good time when you come over here in the summer. Yeah, I will. And I will hopefully visit you guys so that we can like, do tent pegging someday. That'd be so fun. I want to host the clinic. We'll be in touch. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. I'll be in touch. I'll be in touch. Well, I know one saddle you could use for tent pegging, and it would work really well, and that's the Wintech saddle. Wintech has always made riding easy and comfortable, combining world-leading innovations with high-tech materials and lightweight, weatherproof, and easy-care saddles. It's easy to see why Wintech is the world's number one synthetic saddle brand. The comprehensive Wintech range offers not only cutting-edge designs, but improved standards and fit, comfort, and performance that benefit both you and your horse. It's time to ride, time to enjoy, and time to get a Wintech saddle. Visit more, or you can find out more, and find out all the different styles at Wintech-Saddles.com. And now it's time for this. Pay it I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire, let the buyer beware. Horse trading, they tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading, well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right, it is time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when we read listener-submitted ads from either Craigslist or Facebook or someplace, and we just have a little bit of fun with them, and we've been doing this for a lot of years and read thousands of ads, and every week there's more. So, uh, apparently, there's just always going to be people really haven't bad ads. learned, Glenn. <laughs> people <has> haven't <laughs> learned. Now we uh, we don't know what the prize is yet, but it's going to be amazing and awesome. And if we don't get one, Glenn will send you a check for a one million dollars. Uh, but that being said, we won't have time to get to all of them. So, Caitlin, Cynthia, Allison, Allie, Casey, you guys are all entered. Even though we may not read your ad, just send it, you know if you send it in, you're gonna get it. If you send your own in and you record it yourself, you could double the entries. And if you send it in and you record it yourself and you do an accent that is not your own, 
triple. <laughs> and just to clarify, for legal purposes, I will not send you a check for a million dollars. <laughs> Come on. Everybody knew you would. We also got ads that we didn't have time to get to today from Caitlin, Cynthia. I just read that. You? Are you not paying attention? I wasn't, I guess. God, just like a man. <laughs> it's been a day, everybody. It's been a day. Here is Debbie. She sent hers in. Hey, guys. This is Debbie from Western Kansas. I'm going to try this in a Southern accent, and, and yes. I was raised Three in the points. South, so we'll see how this goes. This is for a mini mule, and it's interesting. Do you need a project for the whole family, or do your kids have just way too much energy and not enough to do? Or maybe you don't like your kids, <laughs> or do you need a pasture ornament to look at from afar? Well, do I have the guy for you. Lucifer is a very spirited, gilded mini mule with way more go than woe. The hard part is already done for you. We managed to get the halter on him, and you're going to get it with him. If you're lucky enough to be able to get a lead rope on him, he's pretty much halter broke. He'll stand tight as long as you're nowhere within sight. He will calmly lead in and out of a trailer if you're lucky, but I have a video to prove that he will. No, he's not for beginners or small kids. If provoked, he'll bite and kick. I highly doubt he rides or drives, but he does get along with other animals just fine. I have pinned him with cattle, alpacas, and other equines. He comes with a current Coggins. Message me if interested. I'll send you a picture of Lucifer. He looks like he is aptly named. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Have a good day. Great. Love it. Your accent was actually <laughs> yeah. pretty darn good. Well, she said she grew up in the South. You can tell when somebody's grown up there. That was kind of natural. You know, yeah. that was really good. And Lucifer, appropriate name for that for that little monster. I see his picture here. Yeah, he looks like a little Lucifer. He does. This one was sent in by a lot of people. Yeah. Now, did I see that somebody else sent it in, sent audio in? Um. Somebody else sent the ad in, I think. Ginger maybe sent the ad, uh, that last okay. one Okay. Yeah. I didn't know she also sent sound. So I think that was also sent in by Ginger, Megan, Faye, Matt, and apparently some others. So Lucifer has made the rounds. Uh, let's cut there. That the, the Megan and everything was the next ad. Oh, uh, okay. Well, see, it says up here, Debbie, Payne, and Ginger, and then it says sound. So they only... Ginger didn't send any sound in? I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. But let's just, uh, I'll go back and I will just, let's leave a space so I can find it. And I'll just uh, say, well, you just say the next one is sent in by multiple people. Three, two, one. Well, the next ad was sent in by multiple people, including Megan, Faye, Matt, and apparently others that uh, Jen ran out of room to write down their oh, names. This one and was posted in the auto room about six times, too. Yeah, it's fantastic. And um, I'm going to have to edit out the swear words. So you'll just notice when I say fake words. All right. So um, Pony Patters, please scroll. I've already tried turmeric. This is Steve. Steve is an a-hole. Steve tries to deck you, and Steve is for sale because I'm sick of him. He is the perfect example of what not to buy your child. He has no health or medical issues. He's just a dick. But, <laughs> but he's very sweet on the ground. 
Not that it makes up for him, Ridden. He's only six years old and 12, too. So maybe someone would like a slightly violent project. Yeah, everybody wants one of those. <laughs> yeah. Steve's prices, mid threes, no offers. Please, private message. He's sold as seen, and whoever buys him, please never contact me again. <laughs> And then there's a variety of photos of Steve mid rear or mid buck multiple times. Multiple so times. way to go, Steve. <laughs> we should start a club. These two could start a club, Lucifer and Steve. I know. It's like, let's come up with weird names for our naughty small animals. <laughs> Melanie sent the next one in. Let's see if we follow the trend here. Hi, guys. It's Melanie in Maryland with a really bad ad from the Southern Maryland Horse Exchange on Facebook. Here's old Colorado. He's 15-year-old gelding, standing 14 to hands who worked on a dude ranch and was born and raised on the Ute Reservation. No, he won't buck rear, bite, kick, bolt, etc. He tacks up just fine. A monkey could bridle him. The thing seemingly is as hardy as a cockroach. Probably couldn't kill him if he tried. Stupidly clean legs with some of the nicest feet I've seen on a horse. He's so handy he chased down a horse last week like he was a dog after a rabbit. I've never seen anything like it. But this gelding has absolutely not much concept of the ring. Has a love affair at the gate if you let him. Once you get on him and give him a solid kick or whap with the reins, he'll go around with a great WTC. Even picks up both leads. He neck reins and moves off leg. He really just plays stupid. No, I don't have ring video right now. However, the guy loves to trail ride and will go absolutely all period, day period, long period. He is good with traffic, <laughs> dogs, water, logs, etc. You point his nose and he goes. You could probably ride him a few years few beers deep with your buddies and be in good hands as long as you're capable of sitting there. We'll get a little impatient when you're just stopped and tells you about it, but he isn't prancy or dangerous. Just makes a pathetic attempt to keep walking or turns his head to look at you like you're a clueless passenger. I don't think he has a mean bone in his body. Can't say he's the smartest creature I've had in my barn, but he sure is about the friendliest. He's got the personality of a lab. Loves the cookies and stares into your soul from the fence line until you come say hello to him. Slightly a creep, to be honest. Might peep in your windows at night if you give him the opportunity. Good in the pasture with both mares and geldings. Just eats hay and a quarter of my soul. Slightly pushy on the ground, but kind of in the dumb way. Prefers to straight tie over cross ties. Listening isn't my favorite, but there's someone for everyone. Maybe you're that someone. God, I hope so. Yes, he's probably suitable for your boyfriend or husband who you prefer not to eat the ground. Listen, just don't come and be disappointed with me when you see a gate sour goofy ass horse with a floppy bottom lip and a big head. I told you so. Located in Lancaster, <laughs> Lancaster, Pennsylvania. No holds, trades, trails, or leases. Can help ship anywhere in the U.S. $3,000. Right. Wow. I need to make a note. Melanie needs to do our disclaimers. You're right. <laughs> so I remember her messaging that she was having trouble sending it in because it, the voicemail kept cutting it off. So she decided to just read it super fast. Good God, she was fast. <laughs> I could barely keep up. <laughs> That's the same person that did those micro machine commercials when they were kids. <laughs> they were kids. Um, Holly sent in the next one and this one's yours. All right, it's uh, ISO, how to talk people into ponies and calves. My friend needs help getting her dad to get a pony slash bottle calf. He said he would, but now he doesn't. So please help. What? Like, you want me to, okay, so you want me to figure out how to manipulate your father into buying you a pony? Apparently, that's what I got. I'm actually pretty good at that. Y'all should send me a message. (laughs) Yeah, she can hire her. She charges for that, though. Yeah. You know what? Making the We've world a better weird place. Weird ass ads today. <laughs> yep. Steph sent this one in. This is for horses for sale and lease in Wisconsin. Looking for a free horse that nobody can take care of anymore or just get out of horses. No, that's oh, no, Jersey. <laughs> yeah, you did. You blended there. I blend. I blend. I can't <laughs> want to add it. some British into it, too. Uh, hello, mate. <laughs> that, that's all straight. Looking for a free horse that nobody can take care of anymore or just get out of horses. 
They will have a great home, I can tell you that, but don't want them to have any health issues or lameness at all and still want to be able to ride like the horse, nothing supper. Old, please, if you have anything or know anybody, please message me. Thanks. Yeah, I think what? everybody's looking for that. And aren't we? I don't even know what I read. <laughs> We're There's all looking no- for the healthy horse that has no health issues or lamenesses ever. Oh, the comments, Danny said, one of the people in the the comments said, I think everyone is looking for that. And then the next person said, if you find more than one of those, PM me. (laughs) We all want the, Jamie especially would want that. Perfect, sound, healthy, well-trained young horse. Thank you. Yeah. And Jamie's never had the healthy sound one. So she would like that too. Yeah. If you find three, I'm next. I got next. Laura sent the next one in. This is horse trailers in Northern Nevada and Northern California. There is a Facebook group for everything. 1989 Logan Coach Four Horse Gooseneck. Driven Nan Miles. I want to look at a picture here. Oh, my God. Um, Lightly used. Lightly used? What? (laughs) Inside walls still have waxy coating. No, they don't. Those are cobwebs. (laughs) Rear and side ramps converted to swing. Excellent floor and dividers. Rust along horizontal midline. And the rest of it. (laughs) Needs tires. Hauled great. Just used for storage, so needs good power wash. Open to cash offers. Located in Petaluma. Now, this is like, this is the perfect example of somebody telling a story and not realizing that somebody who was there is listening. So it's like, it's like, I'm going to, Oh my God, it is so great. You guys is like, Oh, still got the, the interior of this is rust and cobwebs and garbage. There's more cobwebs hanging from the roof and walls of this thing. And then you see the outside and there's like pallets and ladders and tr- just trash rebar. Well, the, the jumps piled up half the height of the trailer. You yeah. can't see the bottom. <laughs> you can't even see it. Well, this is. Wait a minute. It has two goosenecks. One on each no, end. No, that's a door that they converted, Glenn, that's halfway open because it probably doesn't close. Oh, didn't it look like it had two goosenecks at first? I did think it was a. <laughs> it's like one at each end. Well, that's a unique. You tow it. That way you never have to back up. You never have to back up. You just leave it right where it is and go get it on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Laureen sent the next one in. And uh, Laureen is our Jersey listener, even though the ad says horse for sale, $2,000 from Ocala. I got to read it as Laureen horse for sale, (laughs) $2,000. She sounds nowhere near that bad, but awesome. (laughs) Two mayors thoroughbred for sale. Both of them are four years old. Broke to ride, I think. Text me. (laughs) (laughs) I I haven't tried, but, you know, they might be. (laughs) I think. Text me. (laughs) That's great. Brooklyn sent this one in from the North Alabama Horses Facebook. All right, Glenn. Trail rides, trot barrels, three-year-old, 15-hand, valley, PM me, I don't PM you. What? You mean trail what? rides, trots, barrels, three-year-old, fifteen-hand valley PM me. I don't PM you. I so if understand. I message you, you're not going to message back. Well, that won't work. Or <laughs> they said they're just not going to like cold message everybody on Facebook. I'm not going to PM <laughs> I, I, you. I don't know. 
These ads are so difficult to understand today. They're really dumb today. Scott's going to bail us out. He always bails us out. This is the last one. Scott, please have a good one. Hey, this is Scott from Virginia. And this post comes from the Auditor's Facebook group, where Lindsay specifically asked me for a dramatic reading, and I'm more than happy to oblige. (laughs) Uh, The ad is a Facebook post from the Southern Maryland Horse Network, and it reads, Here's old Colorado. He's a 15-year-old gelding standing 14.2 hands who worked on a dude ranch and was born and raised on the Ute Reservation. No, he won't buck, rear, bite, kick, bolt, etc. He tacks up just fine. A monkey could bridle him. The thing seemingly is as hardy as a cockroach. You probably couldn't kill him if you tried. Stupidly clean legs with some of the nicest feet I've seen on a horse. He's so handy he chased down a loose horse last week like he was a dog after a rabbit. I've never seen anything quite like it. But this gelding has absolutely not much concept of the ring. Has a love affair with the gate if you let him. Once you get on him and give him a solid kick or whap with the reins, he'll go around with great WTC, even picks up both leads. He neck reins and moves off leg. He really just plays stupid. Nope, I don't have ring video right now. However, the guy loves trail ride and will go absolutely all day long. He's good with traffic, dogs, water, logs, etc. You point his nose and he goes. You could ride him a few beers deep with your buddies and be in good hands as long as you were capable of sitting there. Will get a little impatient when you're just stopped and tells you about it, but isn't prancy or dangerous. Just makes a pathetic attempt to keep walking or turns his head to look at you like you're a clueless passenger. I don't think he has a mean bone in his body. Can't say he's the smartest creature I've had in my barn, but he sure is about the friendliest. He's got the personality of a lab. Loves the cookie. Okay, this is the same ad as before. I know, I know. Keep it going. It's great. <laughs> it seems longer. Cookies and stares into your soul so from fast. the fence line until you come say hello to him. Slightly a creep, to be honest. Might peep in your windows at night if you give him the opportunity. Good in the pasture with both mares and geldings. Just eats hay and a quarter of my soul. Slightly pushy on the ground, but kind of in the dumb way. Prefers to straight tie over cross ties. Listen, he isn't my favorite, but there's someone for everyone. Maybe you're that someone? God, I hope so. Yes, he's probably suitable for your boyfriend or husband who you prefer not to eat the ground. Listen, just don't come and be disappointed with me when you see a gate-sour, goofy-ass horse with a floppy bottom lip and a big head. I told you so. Located in Lancaster, PA. No holds, trades, trails, or leases. Can help ship anywhere in the U.S. 3,000. Please contact. (laughs) So that was the same one Melanie read, only I think I understood more of this one. (laughs) I know, right? I think it's the same one, yeah. Oh, you guys are great. Thank you for submitting your ads. You are all in the running for a prize of $1 million check from and, Glenn. And the disclaimer the is that she's just kidding. She's just kidding. There will not be a million dollar check. Just, she's just kidding, people. There's always got to be the lottery and maybe win a million dollars. You could do that. I'll buy you a lottery follower. ticket. How about that? Oh, we'll go with that. There's got to be some sort of litigious aspect associated with that as oh, well. You know so. what? I could have Melanie read the disclaimer for us. Every time you say a million dollars, I'll have her do a disclaimer. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> do you think she's fed that up or she really could talk that fast? I think she talked that fast. She said she was having trouble sending it in. And so there you go. Well, I mean, that's seriously, it. Melanie, I'm using you for all the disclaimers we have to do all, after all the medical stuff when you have to do that long disclaimer, like in the t- TV commercials. Or the disclaimers, which tell everybody that what I said is not re- directly reflect the you know, beliefs of the horse radio network. <laughs> come to think about it, we need that every episode for this one. What anything Jamie says is not reflective of the horse radio network. 
or anybody in general. I feel like anybody listening would know that already. All right. No post show. Glenn's got to get out of here. Yeah. This recording was a nightmare. We had to use three different systems, <laughs> yes. new microphones, this recording different cords. Double the time. <laughs> double the time. We've been here forever. I want to go. I really have to pee. So let's spend your girl. Bye. <laughs> 